Podcast. I'm Allison Little, a best-selling author, keynote speaker, and award-winning entrepreneur who has built businesses and brands for the past decade. I'm passionate about helping high achievers launch to the next level. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Launch Podcast with Allison Little. Today's episode is called Your Success with Stacey Morgan. Stacey has many different hats that she wears. She's the director of Morgan Media. She's a principal at a dance studio. She's a business-made simple coach. She's a mom of three and a wife to an understanding optometrist. And she does so many things and helps so many people. And her energy and enthusiasm to really help people understand that each of our journeys is different. And we need to define what success looks like for ourselves ourselves is so critical and understanding that we don't always have a clear picture of what it's going to look like, but understanding that flexibility really matters. We're going to go into that conversation today. And I'm just, I'm grateful for her. Um, She actually woke up early. She's from Australia. I'm in Wisconsin in the United States. So we're literally talking to her tomorrow today. And um, that's kind of fun too. So thank you, Stacey, for joining the launch podcast today. I'm so thrilled to be here on, you know, on tomorrow. Yes, like, I know. To All the tomorrow. <laughs> so true. So true. So tell us a little bit more about yourself. Well, I mean, you hit the nail on the head with the bio. I have um, four successful businesses and three incredible children and one very understanding husband. And all of those things juggling in the air keep me very busy, very, very busy. But I'm excited today to talk to you about your own version of success. I've just turned 40. And with that has come a whole lot of understanding about myself and about the way that I interact with others. And I'm finding that that's really infusing the way that I'm connecting with my children. It's infusing the way that I'm relating with my team that I'm leading in my businesses. And for myself as a business owner, how I'm putting those businesses into the world. So I'm excited to talk about all things success and uh, writing your own path, creating your own journey. And I started by telling you off air that today's my husband's birthday and and it is, and he's uh, going to spend the day at work, you know, very excitingly. And then when he gets home, he's going to be stuck with the kids and I'm, I'm going heading out of town. And, you know, I woke up feeling kind of a bit, oh, about that. But I had to remind myself and had that little mindset shift, you know, as I was taking myself out of bed, that this world we live in, this life that we lead doesn't have to look like what we thought it had to look like. And yes, I'm going to be out of town and yes, it's going to be his birthday and he's going to be on his own, but he's 41 and <laughs> we live very busy lives. And he's going to be okay. And I guess in the early days, when I was first starting my businesses and before I had any children, my version of success was what was role modeled for me. And I think a lot of us create these worlds where we see, you know, as we're growing up, what we think success looks like, and then we go for that. And for me, what was role modeled was stress and overwhelm and busy. And so when I was younger, that's what I was aiming for. I figured the more stressed I was, the busier that I was, the more things that I was doing and the kind of crankier I felt about it, the more successful I would be. And I've really had a big shift in the last little while when it comes to actually no, that busyness is not good for me. It's not good for my kids. It's not good for my team. It's not good for my businesses. It's not It's not helping anybody. And this martyr mentality of me going, oh, well, I just have to, you know, push on and do all these things and say yes to everybody and never let anybody down. Um, Just because it was role modeled for me, it's not exactly what I have to live and what I have to lead out. And, you know, what else was role modeled for me was, you know, I have to 
have to go and get in the trenches and, and do the work and everybody else can kind of just suck it up. And that's what I could think this morning about heading out of town for Heath. Well, it may be your birthday, but I'm doing all the work and I'm getting things done and rah, rah, rah. And instead, I want to think about it in terms of, you know, I'm going to have a beautiful breakfast with him this morning and the kids and we're going to do presents and all of that lovely stuff. And then he's going to have some nice time to bond with the kids tonight while I'm out of town and then we're going to catch up again on the weekend and do something special for him. So it doesn't look like what I thought it was going to look like. And it definitely doesn't look like what was role modeled for me. So it's a really roundabout way of saying I've gone on a journey. I think we're all on a journey and those learnings that have come out of that, I think are are really important. And I'm excited to talk about that today. Mm, so good. And and I think, you know, you're you're spot on with all of that, right? I feel like so many of us, and especially our listeners, are juggling so many things. And we have this picture in our head of what it needs to look like. And then when it doesn't turn out like that, it can be hard to just like if life isn't what your expectations are to change, right? And to, to accept a new reality or accept a new path. And understanding that it's okay to change and it's okay to reinvent what it looks like, what you want it to look like and how for you, especially with your businesses saying, you know, what was modeled for me, that's just not my truth. It doesn't mean that it's bad or wrong. It just means that that doesn't align with who I want to be in the world and how I want to serve in the world. And so recognizing that like each and every one of us, no matter if you have a business or you're in a career or you're a mom or not, or any of those things, but aligning with what feels true to you and honoring that. Absolutely. And you said how I want to serve in the world. And that's so spot on because if we're owning our own business or if we're raising a family, we're in service. I mean, so many of us are in service every day. And I can't serve from a place where I'm busy and stressed and overwhelmed. I'm not going to be any good to anybody. And being able to create a world and create a life where I have, you know, time for myself and time for self-care and downtime and time on the floor playing Duplo with the kids and those things that fill up my cup so that I can serve better. I think those things are like, that's the gold. That's the gold in building that journey for me. When your heart's full, you come to everything in such a different place, right? You can serve in such a deeper way. You can connect in such a better way. Like you just show up as that best version of yourself. And that's a beautiful place to be. Uh, So tell me, what is your main passion or purpose in life, Stacey? Great question. So I run a dance studio, which you mentioned earlier, and that is my main business. That's my biggest business. That's where I spend most of my time. And that business, yes, we teach children to dance. And that's the vehicle with which we do what we do. But actually what my passion is, is empowering young people to be the best version of themselves. And I was so lucky that I had a beautiful ballet teacher when I was growing up who did that for me. She was the person that said to me, I can be anyone, I can be anything. She was the person that said, no, you're great just the way you are. And so it's now my passion to be able to pass that on to all of the students um, in my studio. And we are coming up to 12 years and we are celebrating with a big anniversary dinner. We were supposed to celebrate 10 years, but, you know, COVID, it's made it very hard to put together a dinner in the last two years. So we're, we're doing that. And I've been thinking about, you know, what I'm going to say and what, what I'd like to communicate to the people that are, you know, taking the time to come and celebrate my business. And so much of that is around to the parents. Thank you for trusting me to inspire your children. And to the kids, thank you for taking on not just the knowledge of how to do a plie and how to do a pirouette and, you know, going to the dance competition. Thank you for taking on all of the other little life skills that were so important to me that I you know, got across to you in in the dance studio because 
you know, out of all the students that we teach, only a tiny amount of them go on to become professional dancers, but so many of them go on to use the skills that they learn in the dance studio in their worlds. You know, they're lawyers, they're accountants, they're doctors, they're nurses, they're, you know, stacking shelves at the supermarket, whatever they're doing, they're using those those skills that they learned with us in order to serve out in the world. And when I see that ripple effect of, you know, what we do in the studio and, and then how that you know, moves out into the world. That's that's really special. And with my business coaching, it's it's funny. the The vision is the same. It's a very different business model, but the vision is the same. Empowering women. I, I coach men as well, and we also teach a lot of boys in the in the ballet studio. But I I say women because it is a majority of women, and that's empowering women to be able to be the best version of themselves and have the very best business that they dream to have and the lifestyle that they dream to have. So I'm really lucky that I do you know a lot of different things, but they all kind of fall under the umbrella of the same vision of empowering people to to live their best life. Mm, so beautiful. I love that. And I have to tell you this because you'll love it. I was a dancer and my daughter is a dancer now and she's six and she wrote a book called Tacos and Tutus about being brave and confidence and oh. all those things. And, you know, I do like, I honestly, that her teacher, Miss Heidi has just been and her other teachers, they just build so much into her little arsenal of what she can use in the world of how she can show up and try new things and do new things. And, just that confidence that she can portray and that empowering just to see her grow through that, that medium of dance has been beautiful. Yes. And I know that it's helped me with speaking and going on stages, like, cause you start doing it when you're three, you're like, yep, we're good. Give me an audience. Give me a lot. <laughs> just do it. Let's go. What? You want me to dance? Yeah. Yes. Like, let's go. Right. Awesome. I love that. So one of the things over the last couple of years that, you know, comes up often is really stress management and how do we, how do we manage our stress? So are there strategies that you use personally to manage your stress or what would you recommend to our listeners? It's funny. You know, I talked about in my journey, you know, being busy and being stressed was something as a badge of honor that I, you know, carried all the way through my twenties. And I'd have a great answer to that question if I was in my twenties, because I was managing my stress every day and watch me, watch me manage my stress. And now I'm a bit older. I've got like 4 million extra things going on, but I don't actually think that I feel stressed. And I think that's because I have systems in place. And not to say that I don't get very, you know, if something goes wrong or if there's a disaster that I don't kind of go into that mode, but that stress, that constant stress that I lived with in my twenties, I don't really feel that anymore. And I think that's down to my organization. So I have some pretty robust systems around uh, my to-do list and my calendar. They're pretty much, they go hand in hand. My calendar is color coded and organized and every single thing I need to do is in that calendar. And there's like 400 alarms on there to remind me that I have to do them. And then the things that I'm doing every day when I sit down at my desk, or if you know I get an email or if somebody calls me and says, don't forget, you need to do X, Y, and Z, that goes on my to-do list. And my to-do list comes with me everywhere. It's a paper to-do list. That's, that's just my style. And you know I encourage my clients and any of your listeners it doesn't matter whether you have an electronic, you have an app, you have a piece of paper, you have a book, whatever floats your boat, whatever works for you, whatever you get excited about, that has to be your system. So I have an electronic calendar and a paper to-do list and those two things working hand in hand really give me the ability to be able to be in control enough so that stress, that overwhelm doesn't creep in. And when it does, it's usually because the system has fallen down because I'm not using it as well as I can and I can identify that now. I like to 
reset my week on a Sunday and kind of sit down and think, okay, what's going on for this week? And what meals do I need to plan for the kids? And how is that all going to work? Who's going to do the pickup? Who's going to do the drop-off? You know, all of that mundane family stuff that has to happen in order for everybody to be picked up from soccer practice and nobody left behind. So, Mm -hmm. I kind of try and tackle that with my husband on a Sunday. And, And it means that, you know, the kids are really aware of where they need to be. I'm really aware of what I need to be doing and 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 it goes and it goes on quite smoothly. Like that calendar is I just I cannot live without it. And it used to be scheduled like back to back to back to back to back to back every day again with that busy mentality, that badge of honor of look how busy I am, look how many different things I've got booked. But now there's a lot more white space in that time. And I use that white space for whatever it is that I want to use it for at the time. It might be ducking to the shops and getting whatever we need for dinner, or it could be just sitting and reading a book. It could be going outside, taking my shoes off, putting my feet on the ground, looking up and taking five deep breaths. Whatever I need, there's time for that. And I feel like that giving yourself time and actually scheduling in that time, whilst it doesn't sound romantic, it actually needs to be done. Scheduling in that time for myself and for that downtime means that overall that feeling of stress doesn't really creep. I don't allow it to creep in. I kind of keep it at bay. Yes. Oh, those strategies are amazing. And I think, you know, really getting a handle around your time and how you're spending your time and what what a priority is in your life. I think a lot of times stress comes because we feel out of control or we don't or things are coming to us and we haven't planned for them. We haven't thought through it and all of those different things. So ways, you know, this, the strategies you just shared are just absolutely phenomenal. Awesome. So one of the questions I ask everybody, Stacey, and this I'm sure you're going to have amazing answers. What are the two things you've done in your life to launch to the next level? You know, in my business, my first immediate answer is ask for help. And as a mum, my immediate first answer is ask for help. (laughs) Because I think in both business and in life, we have this, you know, feeling of we have to do it all. We have to do it all ourselves. We we can't be seen to be weak. And I'm saying that with inverted commas because it's, or parentheses, it's not, it's so easy to kind of put yourself out there and say that you can do it all, but actually you're like a duck. Your feet are going a million miles an hour and you're kind of just smoothing along the water. I think asking for help in my business and asking for help as a mum has been a complete game changer. And I was so hesitant to do it in the beginning. I thought I had to do absolutely everything myself and not drop any of the balls that I was juggling in the air and keep a smile on my face and, you know, not show any vulnerability or any sign that I, I didn't have it together. And now that vulnerability is my greatest tool. That's the thing that helps me connect more with my customers, helps me connect with the people that are on my team, helps me get things done. So I, I have an incredible team in my business and you know, asking them to come on and to help to teach classes, to take on the marketing, to take on the administration. You know, I didn't start off with with a team of 15 dance teachers and staff, but I that's what I have now. And that's been, you know, one step at a time and asking for help and you know, figuring out exactly where I need that help, where my zone of genius is, where should I be working in the business and then outsourcing the rest. And then the same at home. You know, I thought that I could teach every class with a baby strapped to me, but you can only do that for so long until they get a bit bigger. And then all of a sudden they want to walk around and my whole life exploded. I was like, I can't do this. So asking for help, can grandma come and take the baby on a Wednesday afternoon so that I can teach is how it started. But what it looks like now is, you know, sharing pickup and drop-offs with other people 
who are in my my children's school classes or going to my children's school afternoon activities. Can we have your child over for a sleepover this week um, in the summer holidays? And then can you take my child for a night next week when I need, you know, when I've got this dinner on that I have to go to? Asking for help and you'll be surprised the amount of people that will go, yeah, sure, that's easy. No worries. We can carpool or we can jump in and help you here and help you there. And I really had to let go of that. I have to do everything myself. So some of the things that you're talking through and, you know, for our listeners who are listening to this amazing advice that you're giving and to start with that, you could start tracking the tasks that you're doing and circle the things that only you can do and then try to figure out, do I need to automate this? So things like, can I put this, you know, if it's a shopping list or something that's, you know, everything goes on there and then automatically it's just going to renew every couple months. And then I don't have to think about it again. Can I delegate this, which is, you know, do I need to hire somebody to come help mow my lawn, maybe a neighbor kid or something like that? Or um, can I ditch it? Right. Like, can I get rid of it completely? Because that's what I'm finding more, more frequently is that I do things habitually. And then I find out that I'm doing it, but does it really matter? If it doesn't, Mm -hmm. if it's not really going to matter, why am I doing it? Right. And too often we just get into the habits of doing things and we don't really stop and reflect on like, is this helping my business? Is this helping me be a better mom? If it's not, then just, you can stop. You don't have to, right. You don't have to say yes to everything. You don't have to be in every single board. You don't have to do all the things. It's okay. Promise. Right. Stacey and I are saying it's okay. Oh, we, we are nodding so much that our heads are going to bubble off our necks. Like, <laughs> ask for help. You're saying it's okay to ask for help. So I really want to wrap up with this idea of helping people feel empowered that they can have a different picture for their success. So what else do you want to share with that kind of idea in mind? So what I've really learned about myself when it comes to success is that, yes, it's different for everybody, but for me, it comes down to how do I want to spend my time? How do I want to spend my money? And how do I want to spend my energy? Because those are the three kind of interchangeable things that dictate where I spend my time and how I spend my time. And it may change throughout my life, but at the moment, you know, the the thing that I want to spend most of my time doing is spending time with my kids while they're young. And so if my business is not, if I'm not going push, 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 grow, grow, grow in my business at the moment, because instead I'm putting my time and energy into my kids, then that's okay. I think before I thought that I had to do everything at the same kind of intensity of, you know, all of those things I had to, you know, intensely be with my kids and then intensely be with the business and be pushing for growth and be pushing for my leadership skills to improve as well. There's not that many hours in the day. It's not going to happen. So really funneling, you know, funneling my thoughts into, you know, where do I want to spend my time? Where is my energy best served? Because also, you know, I could spend 20 out of the 24 hours in a day working, but I'm really only going to be productive for eight of those. And I know which eight I'm going to be most productive. And it happens to be early in the morning and not late at night. So if I'm sitting at my desk at nine o'clock trying to reconcile my accounts, I might as well just go and sit and watch Netflix because I'm actually not going to be very productive. So figuring out where my energy is good and using that to its advantage and, you know, figuring out how much money we need as a family to exist or how much money the business needs to make in order to pay the staff and keep the lights on and keep the wheels turning and know that there will be times in the future in my business where we will make more money. But at the moment, 
I'm not putting my energy and effort into that growth in my business because I'm putting that energy and effort into the growth of my children and knowing that that's okay. So I encourage your listeners to have a think about where they can best use their energy, you know, what parts of the day light them up the most, when are they most productive, and to use that time you know, working on the things that are really important to think about the time that they have and how they want to spend it. Because I think sometimes we forget we're in charge of our own time. We kind of think, oh no, this is just life. Life just, I I just have to do what I have to do. And it just goes without any control, but that's not the case. You're in charge of your calendar. If you want to have Thursday afternoon off, have Thursday afternoon off, make that happen. And yeah, the money part is a conversation you have to have with the people around you because you can't say, oh, I'm not going to, you know, I'm going to let my business go and not make any money. Well, that's not going to be any good for your team who want to be paid every fortnight. So you have to be able to to look at your budget and to look at what the business is doing. And maybe it needs to grow a little bit more before you can take that time away, or maybe it's going okay as it is now. And now's the perfect time to kind of step back. Or maybe you are in a period of growth where you do have to hustle. And so you have to prioritize the growth of the business at the moment so that later on, you can have a little bit more time to yourself. It's a, it's a juggle, but until you're really consciously thinking about it and thinking about how you're going to spend that time, energy, and money that you have in your world, it's really hard to kind of identify what what you want that path to look like but when you do I mean get out there and and go for it Mm, such great advice so amazing wonderful well Stacey um how do people get a hold of you I would love you to come and follow me on Instagram. I'm at Simply Stacey Morgan. My website is also simplystacymorgan.com. And simply is on the back of me trying to make things in my life, whether that's, you know, being a mum or being a wife, or I like to say motherhood, marriage, or making it in business, any of those things, just making that as simple as possible and not kind of making it dramatic and making it, you know, you know, bigger and um, more complicated than it needs to be just keeping it simple. So please come and follow me at simplystacymorgan.com or yeah, I'm on Instagram. You can send me a DM anytime. Mm. If you're listening to this episode of the podcast and and you love it, take a screenshot and stick it on your Insta story and tag me at simplystacymorgan. I would love, I would love to know that you are listening and getting something out of it, especially if you're redefining your own version of success. That would be great. Oh my gosh. I love it. Thank you so much, Stacey. You have shared just so many things. I was writing down so many notes. I love it. I love your authenticity, how genuine you are and how much you have a passion to be a great mom and run awesome businesses and serve the world by empowering people. It's just so awesome. So thank you so much for being a guest on the podcast. To all of our listeners, if you loved this episode and got as much out of it as I did, share it. Share it with as many people as you possibly can. Email it to your friends, colleagues, teammates, family members, does not matter who, but you just never know who needs to hear a message like what Stacy shared with us today. And you don't know how it's going to transform their life. So share it. I thank you so much for being a part of our launch community and have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Launch Podcast. I'm Allison Little, and I'm so excited that you spent your time with me. Look for future episodes and connect with me on social media or at my website at www.allisonlittle.com. 